Welcome to Morning Rays of Grace, a place where we grow in the enlightenment of God's word and grace. I am your host, Angelica Walker, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of Morning Rays of Grace. Today we are going to be discussing focus in the mess. Now we know that we are all in the midst of mess and chaos and yes, a whole pandemic. It's a whole issue out here. So we are all dealing with something, even if you're not fully, you know, affected by the pandemic, as all of us should be, because we should all be wearing a mess, right? Um, I am sure there is still chaos in some area of your life, whether it's health, finances, relationship, school, work, whatever the case may be, we are all going through something or have gone through something or will go through something. But the thing is, during that something, that mess, that chaos, what are you focusing on? Are we focusing on the right thing? And the right thing is God, Jesus Christ himself. Are we focusing on him? So story time. So Saturdays are like my day with God. Like after a long week of work, Monday through Friday, I'm exhausted. I'm tired and I just want to clean my house, get everything straight in in order and to just sit with the Lord on Sunday mornings. So I usually clean up maybe Friday nights or Saturday mornings. So this one particular Saturday morning, I needed to clean before I spent time with God and he was telling me to come sit with him without cleaning up. And I was like, um, no, sir, I can't do that because a clean house well, my house is like smelling all good. It's all bleached down. Everything is straight and in order. And I can just sit and meditate and be in the presence of God. And I just did not, we were battling that morning, you guys. We were battling. God was like, hey, I want you to come sit with me. Don't clean up. I mean, of course, you know, clean up later, but I want you to come sit with me first. And I was so against that. I was like, no, I won't be able to focus. So we're going through this whole tug of war thing. Like my mind is going crazy. Like, how am I going to focus on you when I have this routine? You know, I have this routine where, you know, I clean and I can feel better. My mind can be clear because sometimes a cluttered mind, a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. Like I like things to be in order and straight on the outside and inside. So he was telling me, no, I need you now. Like, forget all that. Let me teach you how to focus in the mess. Let me teach you how to focus in the midst of chaos. And I'm telling you, that's exactly what I needed for that moment. Because, I mean, so many times we go through so many things and we're focused on that thing. We're, we're dwelling on that thing. We're worried about that thing itself. God, like, hey, let me teach you how to focus on me in this mess. And then everything around you will look so small, you know, and you won't have to 
be worried about things if you just dwell with me and and then everything else will look so small and when you do go in and tackle that thing it'll be easy and it was just a, a, a difficult moment for me. It didn't happen within a second or even five, 10 minutes. It took me a while to calm my mind, my focus, and to just focus on the Lord and not the mess around me. Not saying that my house was just dirty. No, that's not the case. I just like it a certain way. After a long week of work, I like to, you know, reset. It's my time of resetting myself, um, resetting my house, cleaning up, you know, and just sitting and recharging if that, um, if that makes sense as well. But um, yes, I mean, I spend time with the Lord throughout the week. Yes, I study and read my Bible. But Saturdays are special. You know, sometimes you might have a special date, you know, with your boo thing or your husband and wife. And you just, you know, have that one day a week, like a date night or something. It's just special. So and you don't want to be all dirty. You don't want the atmosphere to be dirty. But God is able to shift the atmosphere he's able to shift the focus in whatever circumstance it is so that's what um we're gonna talk about he is so good you guys so the scripture is going to come from luke 10 38 through 42 now this is the story of mary and martha as most of us may already know But it's so good and jam-packed with goodness. And it reads, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary was chosen. Mary has chosen that which is better and will not be taken away and it will not be taken away from her. So here. Martha was deeply, you know, distracted from what she had to do. So let's just go through these passages. So verse 38 reads, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. So Jesus is with his people, you know, hey, it's a big party of them. Um, Martha is like, I got to make preparations, you know, probably prepare a meal and get the house in order. I have guests and not just any guests, Jesus himself. What would y'all do if Jesus himself invited you, invited himself to your house? Like literally, Jesus wants to do that every single day. Are you going to respond like Martha or Mary? Let's read verse 39. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the feet, at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. This is how we are to respond, of course. Like, man, Jesus is coming. Um, 
forget everything else we have a visitor and it is jesus himself now we know um from reading the bible that jesus loved this family he was always you know visiting mary martha and their brother lazarus he he loved them and the bible says that verse 40 says but martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made she came to him and asked lord Don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. So obviously, you know, there's nothing wrong with making preparations. There's nothing wrong with cleaning, cleaning your house. Like there was nothing wrong with me doing that, you know, but at that specific time, it was obviously it was a distraction because because God was telling me to do something else. And I let um, a situation that I felt was so important distract me from doing what God was telling me to do, which was to sit at his feet like Mary was doing. So it says that Martha was distracted and it says that the preparations had to be made. So circle distracted and circle had to be made. So did it really have to be made if it was a distraction? Because, okay, so distracted the definition for that is not to um not able to concentrate because one's mind is occupied so one's mind is not focused in the place that it it should be focused on in that moment to be distracted is to pull us away from a certain position or mindset or or place that we're supposed to be at at that moment so yeah I don't think anything was wrong with making preparations but obviously at this point in time it was not um meant to be made maybe she she was supposed to be sitting at the feet of Mark um sitting at at the feet of Jesus with Mary and she had the nerve to ask the Lord like don't you care excuse me man what do you mean don't I care oh you need some help when you're not even supposed to be doing that right now like God was telling me I don't even want you to do that right now what are you talking about I need you to come over here and sit with me it's okay to have a mess around you it's okay to have chaos let me show you how to worship in that let me show you how to clear your mind in that it is okay. It is not going to be the end of the world. It's okay. And even if she was making a meal, like Jesus fed 5,000 people with a few loaves of fish and bread. Trust me, he can prepare a house at a finger snap. So we have to not saying that, you know, we need to neglect our responsibilities. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is we need to prioritize our focus. What We have to get to a place where we understand that sometimes the mess and the chaos around us is solely to distract us from Jesus himself, from sitting with God. And once we get to a place where we just go to him and go to him and go to him, like I said earlier, those things will get smaller. We will be able to handle them more effectively and efficiently and um, more gracefully and we will have more power and zeal to to get through verse 41 reads Martha Martha the Lord answered you are worried and upset about many things circle worry 
circle upset and circle many things. Her distraction caused her to be worried and upset and anxious about stuff like hey I need help like if she was sitting at the feet of Jesus and focused only on Jesus she would have had peace and joy but no she wanted to be worried and upset all about the preparations instead of doing what she needed to do like the distractions led to other things being distracted leads us to other things which inevitably is away from Jesus himself it is to cause chaos in our own mind because this is something that she thought she had to do um preparation she thought had to be made but you know the lord was like hey no you're worried and upset about many things why are you so worried why are you so upset about your sister not doing what you want her to do (laughs) you know this is what you want her to do but I'm fine with her sitting at the feet of Jesus I'm okay this is what she should be doing anyway so sometimes you know we may get mad at other people because they're not focusing on what we're focusing on you know sometimes you want people to be mad at the same things you're mad at like how dare you have joy right now How dare you are focused on the right things in the midst of this chaos? How dare you have peace when everything is going around? So I encourage you to encourage somebody to sit with Jesus and to make whatever situation that they're going through small. This is hard. Trust me. This is hard if you... Um, haven't really done that before or or haven't really practiced this before. And it can be difficult. It can be intimidating. It can kind of be scary because we like, you know, being in control of everything. We like to be worried and upset about things. Not sure why, but hey, that's that's what what we humans like to do. Let's go to, um, we're going to go to another book really quick. Matthew 6, verse 27 and 33. Verse 27 says, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And it says, but first, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all of these things will be given to you as well. You know, seek first his kingdom. and You won't have to worry. You know, worrying does nothing but literally, you know, kill you. It makes you sick. It makes you, you know, crazy. It robs you of joy and peace. It robs you of Jesus doing things in in your life. It says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Sit at his feet. Seek him and what he wants you to do at that moment. And everything else, you know, will be given to you. Um, Whether that be, you know, strategy, thoughts, um, plans, actions, things blessings all of these things will be given to you peace joy love all the fruits of the spirit once you seek him and you dwell with him and you won't have to be worried and you won't have to be upset about many things because we know when we're upset about one thing here comes another it's like a domino effect you know um worry doesn't just you know it's just not a one one thing thing it 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 just happens and that's what the enemy wants us to do hit us with one thought after the 
the other, hits us with one situation after the next. That is his purpose. That is his job to get us distracted, to kill, steal, and destroy our time with God, to kill, steal, and destroy our focus on God, to kill, steal, and destroy our intimate moments with God, to kill, steal, and destroy the people of God, the plans and the strategies and the time of God's people. So I just challenge you to to sit and dwell with him. Let's continue to verse 42 in Luke 10. But few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. And that's that first thing, his kingdom. That is the only thing that is needed. He said a few things, but indeed only just one. If you just sit at his feet, if you just listen to him, what was Mary, what was Mary doing? She was sitting at the feet listening to the Lord. And he said, I won't take that away from her. You know, I want her here. She wants to be here. I'm not going to take that away from her, but I want you to do the same thing. I don't want you to be distracted. I want you to be able to focus in this mess <laughs> because life can seem like one big mess. Situations can seem like one big mess. Um, but God is there through it all. <laughs> Thank God that he invites himself into our house. And I just pray that we don't get distracted in those moments where he wants to spend intimate time with us. So let's go over our takeaways and reflection moments. Number one, only one thing is needed, and that is Jesus. Time with him, intimate time with him, your relationship with him, getting closer to him. Jesus, 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 only one thing is needed and all things will be added on to you. Number two, the choice is yours. So Mary chose to focus on Jesus. In that last verse, verse 42, it says, Mary has chosen what is better. So choose what is better. Choose what is better. It is your choice. It's up to you. God is not going to force you. Um, God did not force me into it, but we definitely played tug of war. I could have definitely chose to clean up, but I chose the better of the two. And number three, the ability to stay focused in chaos is not easy. Give yourself time to refocus by making conscious efforts to do so. So, again, it's something that you have to work through. It's something that you have to fight for. Um, it's, it's not going to come easy because like I said in a previous message, the enemy is strong, but God is stronger. So tap into him. Um Depend on him for the strength and the ability to do so. Ask him for help and ask him to calm you down, to calm your mind and to ease everything around you. And most importantly, your internal you, your internal you needs to be silenced and at peace in order for your outer chaos to be minimized and worry free and worry less. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your goodness and your glory. 
Thank you for your life and your love, Father God. Thank you that you want to spend intimate time with us. And I pray for each and every listener that they will want the same, that they will want to sit at your feet and dwell with you, Father God. I pray that they choose you, Lord God. I pray that they choose what is better, Father God, and that is sitting with you, loving you. And I pray that you teach them to focus in the mess, focus in the midst of chaos, focus in the midst of pain and suffering, focus for your kingdom, Father God, in your kingdom, for your kingdom, Lord Jesus. So I just pray that they seek you and know you, Lord God. I pray that they make the conscious decisions to refocus their minds as they meditate on your word day and night. Lord God, help us not to be distracted. I pray that we um, kill the enemy when he first peeps his head, Lord God. I pray that you destroy all the works of the enemy and that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And we thank you, Lord, because we know that you are for us and not against us. So help us to continue to fight for our peace and our joy, Lord God, that the enemy is so, um, so eager to take away from us, Father God, but we won't let him. We will stand and fight for it. We will fight for our minds. We will fight for our peace. We will fight for our joy. We will fight for your kingdom, Lord God. So Lord, we thank you and we love you in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Amen. I pray that this episode blessed you guys. Stay focused. Stay um keep stay level-headed. It is so hard for so many people right now, but God is with us. He sees everything. He knows everything. He's in control over everything and he works everything for our good. So don't give up. Keep striving, keep moving, keep going. You've got this. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. You can do this. Please don't give up. Please stay focused. Regain that that focus and that ability to worship God. Stay in his holy place. Stay in his intimate space. And he is going to do great things. Great things are to come. Great things are happening now. So focus on God right now in his kingdom and what he's doing. And I will see you in the next episode.